and welcome to Talking Race, Faith, and Justice. I am your ranter, Tim Zener Davis. Today's episode, Taming the Tongue, Jazz Impressions of James 3, verses 7 through 8. I'm going in. James 3, verses 7 through 8 reads, All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. We talk ourselves into a lot of mess. We allow people to talk us into a lot of mess. The gift of free will coupled with that of free speech has made us not ashamed to speak our minds on any and everything, even when we have no clue to what we are talking about, and have given very little attention to research, discernment, or critical thinking. Rather, we talk, we bloviate, boast, provide misplaced advocacy, all because we can. It is no wonder that, as Barnum Bailey said, a sucker is born every minute because we are slavishly committed to making fools of ourselves in the attempt of making fools of others. If the pen can be symbolized as a sword, the tongue should be seen as a flamethrower, propelling fireballs in service of my right to be heard. Not my right to engage in meaningful dialogue. Not my right to partake in the intercourse of intellectual discourse that will help move our people closer to the image of God and our society to a more perfect, beloved community. None of that. The goal is to be heard, to be right, to be dogmatic, and to receive the praise of clicks and likes. In a lot of my rants, I bring up social media. That is because social media has become the canvas, if you will, of the tongue, where verbal food fights give way to digital tantrums. The only thing more popular than social media, or as I call it, the digital manifestation of the tongue, is the criticizing of social media. How terrible it is for our children, how caustic it is for our collective psyche. There is not a shortage of articles, some found on social media, decrying the ills these platforms have wrecked on society. To many critics, the likes of Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram have taken the place of television as the surefire way to becoming less literate and suffer from stunted emotional development. I'm not sure I buy that. What I do see is that both television and social media give us a window into a humanity most of us would rather ignore or deny exists. It's easier to dismiss much of what we see and read as fake or exaggerated. By minimizing behavior we deem as buffoonish or offensive We deny ourselves a chance to recognize who we really are as a nation and not what we proclaim to be with our 
exaltations of American exceptionalism. If we allow ourselves to pay attention, we are confronted with the realization that we are closer to buffoonery than extraordinary. Now, it's not my intention to just bash on Americans. Human buffoonery is international, as we can plainly see on our chosen social media platform. But just because it happens everywhere doesn't mean it should, we should just live with it. Look, as a black man, knowing the history of this country, I am hard-pressed to conclude that this age of petty, name-calling, mean-spirited petulance is a new phenomenon brought about by the rise of virtual platforms. The hate that lies in the hearts of folks are chronicled in the pages of American history. Lynchings as afternoon picnic events, the murder of black men, women, and children driven by the homicidal inclination of white people who just couldn't stand to love their neighbors as themselves shows us that ugly behavior has always been a stain on the American tapestry. So it should be no surprise that there are those so inclined to bring barbarism to the virtual social world. Trolling, the act of antagonizing others online, is so pervasive on social media that it almost seems as if that folk, it's an occupation for some folks. And in fact, it is. There are people who make money doing nothing but bashing, harassing, and shit-talking about any and everything. These people find ways of turning the simplest comments, no matter how positive, into a culture war talking point. And so the floodgates open and the back and forth between folks who don't know each other, who will never meet in the real world, begins. Each person compromising their own humanity in an effort to dehumanize the other person. Then comes the name calling, offensive gifts, the original post is no longer even relevant. Whatever started this is long forgotten um, because of the turn things have taken. Why does it happen? Because it can. Free speech, baby. Because I want to and the Constitution says I can. There's a long list of overused quotes. I'm about to use one. To whom much is given, much is required. In layman's terms, if you got a lot, you need to give a lot. And although that quote is commonly used in relation to material wealth, I think it also applies to privileges. Let's say as a parent, I give my child the freedom to go where they want, when they want. My expectation should rightly be that in respecting that privilege, my child will be discerning about when and where they go, being mindful not to take advantage of this privilege. That might work out. In many cases, it does work out. But there are a whole lot of times that this, this privilege gets abused. Look, I'm not against free will or free speech. I love those privileges. I just wish other people loved them enough to respect them. 
Love them enough not to weaponize them for any reason, especially petty, childish, destructive reasons. Some would argue that's the name of the game, right? You got to take the good with the bad. I know that's right. But is it too much to ask that we at least try to live up to being recipients of these awesome gifts? Twitter fingers are an extension of the tongue. The tongue is an extension of the mind, the mind, the interpreter of the heart. I'm going to let that sit for a second. I know it's too much to ask a majority of us to change our hearts, so I will settle for that plurality of those who are open to the proposition. Let's try this. Let's acknowledge that the sticks and stones trope is a lie. Words not only hurt, they can be devastating. Spoken or written. I am for truth no matter who tells you. I'm out.